Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Peak Northwest, an outdoors and travel podcast by The Oregonian and Oregon Live, dedicated to the adventure and exploration of our beautiful Pacific Northwest. I'm Jamie Hale. And I'm Jim Ryan. And together we take you to some of the most beautiful and interesting destinations in our region, discussing where to go, what to do, and places to see. And today, Jamie, we are going to one of the most stunning places in Oregon, and the state's only national park, Crater Lake. Yeah, Jim. I mean, it's one of the most stunning places in, in Oregon, but it's also one of the most stunning places in the world. The and world. I think that's not hyperbole <laughs> to say. <laughs> and we're pausing on this here. Our editor on this podcast, the incomparable Andrew Thien, uh, he wrote in all bold letters into our script here. And the world, uh, most stunning places in Oregon and the world. So Jamie, uh, I'm glad you doubled back. I was looking for a way to, uh, make a funny there and, uh, solidly missed it. You know, he, he's absolutely right on this crater lake. I mean, it's one of those places where once you've been there, you don't forget it. Um, I mean, it's huge. It's deep. Yes. But there's something about the water too. The blue hue yeah. of the crater lake water is, something that's just so hypnotizing about it. I don't know. Like I, I, once I saw it, I couldn't get it out of my mind and I can still close my eyes and see that particular color blue. Have you ever anywhere else, Jamie, in your travels seen anything like it? No, no, I haven't. I mean, there's some cool colored yeah. water at like Yellowstone. I mean, there's little crater Lake on Mount Hood, of course, which of course. is um, nothing like big crater lake but there's some cool colored water there but just the again the scale of this thing i mean like if we take a step back and we talk about the geologic history of crater mm -hmm. lake this is a fascinating fascinating spot so it's kind of hard to imagine right now but it used to be at this the point above where there is a lake there was a giant mountain um called today mount mazama which is estimated to be about twelve thousand feet tall which if that's true jim that would make it the tallest volcano yeah. in oregon yeah so that's huge and uh, roughly 7700 years ago the not the entire thing but a large portion of it um exploded in a violent eruption uh, leaving behind that caldera or that that volcanic lake that is Crater Lake today. So if you look down onto Crater Lake and you see um, in the sort of roughly in the middle Wizard Island, mm -hmm. that is the remains of the volcanic cinder cone right there. But Mount Mazama as a mountain, it's gone. 
and replaced by this amazing, huge, beautiful lake. Not to get too meta on the podcast, Jamie, but I mean, that's just wild to think about, right? I mean, we did our Mm -hmm. episode uh, a while ago now about some interesting Oregon geology. I know we could dive in to an episode just about the geology of Crater Lake and what it was like, you said, 7,700 years ago. It's mind-blowing to just kind of look, no volcanic eruption, pun intended, of course, uh, mind-blowing to just look out uh, at the caldera and think of what was uh, thousands of years ago. Yeah, I mean, we got a taste in the Mount St. Helens eruption of mm-hmm. the explosive potential of these Cascade Mountains. And you just have to think of that on an even larger scale, which is so hard to wrap your mind around. Yep. Yep. Uh, to continue with the no pun intended, we could gush about Crater Lake <laughs> <laughs> and its geology for uh, some time, Jamie. But we're really here today to go through some things to do at Crater Lake. And This is because I am personally psyched to head down to Crater Lake next month in September for an event called Ride the Rim, which is basically what it sounds like, an event where you can ride your bike around the lake itself. Um, And the twist, of course, you could do that, you know, at any point reasonably if the roads are clear, but you don't have to deal with cars during this specific event. You know, they, they block off most of kind of the roads that circumnavigate the lake to vehicle traffic. So you can walk a little bit as much as you'd like. You can run, uh, you can, well, I think a lot of people, what I know a lot of people do, you can ride your bike around the lake. I've done it once before, really enjoyed myself and figured it would make for a great reason to devote an episode to the wonders of Crater Lake, which actually, Jamie, we have never done before here on the show. Surprising, isn't it? A little bit. Yeah, I would say. I'm surprised. Yeah. We're the ones that make the podcast. So, (laughs) (laughs) Well, we are going to get into some more of the details of the Ride the Rim event later in the show. Um, But first, Jim, like you said, uh, let's let's go down and, and the list here and talk about some of these different other ways that you can really go check out this amazing natural wonder that is Crater Lake. Jamie, the the first thing I think we should note is Crater Lake is a amazing place to simply do kind of like viewpoint hopping, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know when you go on assignment to a place like this, you're trying to come back with a treasure trove of photos uh, and experiences and varied different things that folks can do at a given landmark or you know, location, you have it. Uh, Crater Lake is about as good as you can get for that. I mean, every point that you can stop along Rim Drive, I think it's East and West Rim Drive, if I'm not mistaken, might be wrong there, is stunning and offers just a little different twist on a, a kind of beautiful view that uh, extends throughout all of the viewpoints uh, through Crater Lake National Park. And you can get away with this by doing kind of as little or as much work as you would like, you know, stopping and just getting out of the car or doing a bunch of little hikes and uh, kind of juicing every little last bit out of your experience uh, in the national park there. I went down there and did this exact thing a Mm -hmm. few years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, I came in from the north entrance and I drove around the entirety of the lake. And my plan was to stop at every single viewpoint. (laughs) That was the idea. And, you know, it sounds like a lot, but you know, it really it took probably, you know, uh, 
you know, a morning and the beginning of an afternoon yeah. to do it all. So it's not like, um, you know, a, a multi-day excursion or anything like that. Um, but it was a really cool experience to see all these different views of Crater Lake itself. And we should mention that if you want to do this sort of um, circumnavigation of the lake on these roads, you've got kind of a narrow window to do yeah. it. So because it's, again, a, a volcano um, and it gets a ton of snow every year, the roads on Crater Lake close seasonally. So typically what you see is the north entrance of the park and the west rim drive opens around the end of May, um, sometimes beginning middle of June, depending on, again, the snow, the conditions. And the East Rim Drive opens kind of end of June, beginning to middle of July. Uh, that's typically speaking. And the, they, they're open until about the end of October. That's when the snows start mm-hmm. to return. So you're looking at basically July, August, September, October. That's kind of like your, your main time. But a lot of things in the park also close at that kind of end of September, uh, beginning of October timeframe. So if you're looking to have a full park experience, you're basically looking at July, August, September to do that. Yeah, Jamie. And if you come in the north entrance, you know, you're going to hit some viewpoints pretty right away there. And there are Mm -hmm. a couple kind of uh, signature Crater Lake experiences. But one of them, as you kind of traverse around the lake uh, that many people may know um, as being the only way to access the lake itself is going down the Cleetwood Cove Trail, which, Jamie, only comes in at uh, 2.2 miles around trip. But it's actually kind of a sneaky, strenuous endeavor. Yeah, it's a little bit steep, uh, especially for folks who aren't used to hiking very much. Uh, you definitely are going to put some work in yeah. going um, down and back up, especially the trail. But if for those who want to get down and actually get to the water of Crater Lake, this is pretty much the only way you can do it. It's also the way that you access the boat tours, um, which are canceled in 2021. But whenever they come back, that's how you get down there. Um, so it's, it's unique too in that it's, it's a place where you can, for a, in a small area, you can actually get in the lake and swim. Now we should note Cleetwood Cove is notorious in the past for people bringing down pool toys, um, bringing down boats, kayaks. You can't do that. Um, the stuff that is, um, on your kayaks, on your pool toys, maybe bacteria or other microorganisms. Uh, there's a fear that those are going to contaminate the pristine environment, uh, in the lake itself. So don't bring anything with you, but if you want to take a dip, maybe wade into the waters of Crater Lake a little bit, um, that is a place you can go do that safely. Of course, it's a, you know, not necessarily the safest lake in the world to swim in, obviously, given its uh, cold temperatures and extreme depths. Yeah. You drop 700 feet on this trail. So it's the unique trail that goes down first, right? You are hiking, mm-hmm. uh, kind of this 1.1 miles down to the lake shore. But remember, as you go down, you must go back up. And, uh, you know, the National Park Service kind of uh, recommends, of course, people uh, making sure they're in appropriate physical condition to do that. Um, obviously, as we've touched on many uh, times here on the show, being prepared for that sort of thing. But the Cleetwood Cove Trail, of course, is not the only option for Crater Lake hikers. In fact, it's it's far from it. Jamie, have you been up Mount Scott by any chance? I have not been up Mount Scott. I've got a feeling that you have, though. This is the the rare 
opportunity on the show for me to be like, aha, <laughs> I've done something that Jamie Hale has not. Um, Mount Scott is, I, I think it's probably safe to say, um, one of the more strenuous, uh, longer hiking options, um, that kind of hits a, a crater lake viewpoint, if you will. Um, all trails has it listed at 4.2 miles. Um, they say it's moderate and I think that's, uh, you know, about spot on, but it's a cool spot because you can get up and get this kind of real bird's eye view of the water itself. And there's a, a if I'm not mistaken, it's a fire lookout up there or an old fire lookout up there. Um, it's really just this spectacular high perch above the lake, I suppose, that I think is pretty special. Kind of has that, you know, rugged cascades feel that uh, is hard to beat. Yeah, Jim, you know, it, there's also a lot of really good hikes within Crater Lake itself if you want to just um, get a little bit of elevation within the park. So there's so many hikes that we could get into, but just to name check a few, yeah. you're talking about uh, Garfield Peak, mm -hmm. um, which is just about three and a half miles, takes you about a thousand feet up. Mount Scott, like you mentioned, some just sort of uh, smaller nature trails. So really a lot of options for those who want to get on the trail um, and just check out a, a little bit more of the nature that Crater Lake has to offer. And of course, Jim, in the wintertime, that doesn't necessarily end. While the trails may be covered in yeah. snow, yeah. Crater Lake is an excellent snowshoeing destination. Yeah. You beat me to it. I was going to kind of throw the plug in there for the adventuresome among us to go out and uh, take Crater Lake in a, a different season and do it in the snow. I've been talking for years about how cool it would be to go backcountry skiing in Crater Lake National Park. Oh, um, yeah. Going up, there are... Uh, I, I forget it might be up Garfield, uh, is one of the, uh, kind of standard ski tours in the area. Watchman peak, I believe is another, um, the Watchman peak trail, uh, of course is a, an option when it's not, uh, snowy and you very well may take that same, uh, route up, uh, if you're snowshoeing or backcountry skiing in the winter time. But, uh, I've, I've been captivated by the idea of someday doing a little winter exploration in Crater Lake National Park, because that would be very, very cool. Definitely worth it, Jim. And, you know, as we're talking about all the cool stuff in Crater Lake, we got to mention just like this kind of like cool, weird, uh, interesting things to do there. So we talked yeah. about Wizard Island, um, which let's just be real. That's a great name for any feature. Yeah. Um, I got an email from a guy once who talked about uh, how his dream was to dress like a wizard and go to Wizard oh Island. Oh, gosh. Um, which... I think is just fantastic. That is amazing. Um, <laughs> the visual is super, super strong. I'm picking like, yeah. you know, like Mickey Mouse has like the wizard hat sometimes, like with a bunch of stars yeah. on it. I'm picturing like kind of a grizz. I don't know why I'm picturing this, a grizzled, like older man rocking like one of those caps and some like Hogwarts style robes. <laughs> yeah. I like that conjuring some spells yeah. up in the, uh, yeah. up on top of it. So that's a great spot. Obviously, again, the, the boat tours to Wizard Island are currently canceled. So. So um, I have to wait until the uh, coronavirus pandemic settles down a bit more for that. Um, kind of in the same vein, there's a rock formation called the Phantom Ship, mm -hmm. which, again, great mm -hmm. name. Mm -hmm. Just a great name. Yep. Yep. Um, it kind of looks like, I guess, a just like what it sounds like, a, like a weird ghost ship. Um, I mean, you know, make your own interpretations, of course. Sure. And then, of course, we'd be remiss to not note the Old Man of the Lake, which is a uh, floating log that floats upright um, hmm. around 
Crater Lake. Now, this is interesting. It has been doing this for at least 120 years. Huh. Um, and people aren't sure exactly why. I heard a great story about this where um, they originally uh, had, a, had an idea that they were going to secure, like lash the log to the side of Wizard Island because they thought this is kind of a, a hazard out here in the waters. And they got a helicopter in there to do it. But as soon as they tried to lash it to the island, a storm blew in and they couldn't do it. So they had to abandon the plan. And then as soon as they did, the skies cleared. So (laughs) there is some mystical nature surrounding Mm -hmm. the old man of the lake. So if you are out there, uh, get your binoculars out and take a peek for him. Just floating around as it does around Crater Lake. Can neither confirm nor deny any connections to Wizard Island, of course, in that regard. Right. Uh, right. You know, little, little spookiness going on, some phantom ship. Uh, I hadn't exactly. heard that story, Jamie, or anything about this funky log uh, floating upright <laughs> in the water. Uh, that is good knowledge, and I will keep my eye out for it next time around. Yeah. So, I mean, we're talking all about all these cool things to see at Crater Lake. Of course, the question is... How do I stay there and see it? Because yep. Crater Lake is kind it's kind of a far drive for those of us in the Portland area. Yeah. Um, you know, what is it, four or five hours, I want to say, to get you down there. And it's it's fairly remote. So that's one of the primary concerns I hear from people when they're trying to plan trips to Crater Lake is, you know, where do I stay to see this thing? So there are a few options in the park itself. Yep. And I like these options as best because you can go stay there. You don't have to worry about, you know, waking up and driving to the park and waiting in line to get in. Really nice. But they do, of course, obviously book up really fast. And at this point in the year, in midsummer, uh, there's a good chance that they are already all booked up through the end of this season. But those main options, um, of course, would be the Crater Lake Lodge, which, Jim, have mm-hmm. you have you stayed in, in that or any of these in-park areas before? I have not stayed in the lodge. I have been in the lodge to check it out, uh, and mm-hmm. it is mighty cool. And I'd imagine staying there would be pretty sweet. It's excellent. You know, I stayed there um, for a couple of nights when I was there last and uh, got just a, a small room with a view of the lake Ooh, yeah. um, for not that much money. I mean, this is a, a park-owned property, so mm-hmm. they, they don't gouge you with prices here. Um, you know, you go downstairs to the dining room and you get dinner, um, you know, get that classic national park service dinner mm-hmm. <laughs> they serve, which is like not the fanciest, but like fancy enough. It's like good. It's like good food. Yeah. Um, and you just, just the opportunity to sit on like those rocking chairs yep. on the, on like the, the porch out back looking over the lake. That is like just a top, top 10 Oregon experience all the way. I would say I'm usually not one to spring for like the nicer accommodations. Uh, like you're more likely to catch me sleeping in my car than in a hotel, most likely. Um, Jim, get a bed. (laughs) Pay for a bed, man. Oh, if only, if only. Um, I don't know, man. There's something fine about sleeping in the car. Uh, Anyway, we can maybe cover that in a different time, different different episode here. Jamie, that seems like an excellent deal. Uh, I mean, to be able to see, I mean, we're not talking finances specifically, but to be able to see Crater Lake, from your window of you know your accommodations that's special that is very cool it's it's excellent um so that and that is just one of the options you have um there are also some cabins at the mazama's cabins that you can rent as well Um, and there's also near those cabins there's a campground that you can stay in 
um, uh, for again, the, the warmer season of the year. And if you are, again, Jim, more adventurous, maybe you enjoy sleeping on hard surfaces. <laughs> uh, there is um, backcountry camping available in Crater Lake, and you can do that whether it's snowy, whether it's nice out. Um, again, a little bit competitive, but that is another option for folks who want to rough it a little bit more um, out there at Crater Lake. And then, of course, options outside of the park as well. Mm-hmm. Um, there are, you know, plenty uh, if you're willing to do a little bit of searching around. So, uh, yeah. Options galore, some inside, some more glamorous than others, all worthy of, uh, you know, scoping out before you make your pick, if you will. And Jamie, I should note too, we, uh, we've made it this far in the show without mentioning kind of, uh, one very big asterisk of Crater Lake National Park. I'm thinking of this because you're standing near the lodge, Crater Lake Lodge, and kind of looking out over the lake and you think to yourself, self, maybe I want to scramble down into the caldera a little bit to get a better oh. view, untrammeled oh, no. by uh, the views, uh, you know, maybe trees that are in your way or crowds of people that are sharing a viewpoint with you. The big all caps, don't do it, Jamie, not speaking to you specifically, but don't do it, anybody. <laughs> uh, you are not no. allowed to do that. And that is a quick way to get into trouble. You hear it every year. People scramble down into the caldera and they can't get back up um, yep. and they need to get rescued by helicopter or whatever the case may be. Don't be those people. The views are so good from all of the established viewpoints. There's no need yeah. to scramble down yep. anywhere. You're not going to get a better look. Yep. Um, don't do it. <laughs> yep. And and I'll, I'll throw my own just like caution flag up here. When I was referencing backcountry skiing in the park, have no intention of backcountry skiing down into the caldera itself. Uh, that is a no-no. So anyway, uh, wanted to throw out that one safety note, Jamie. Of course, we have tons more to talk about Crater Lake and specifically the Ride at the Rim event I'm hoping to check out next month. But first, we're going to take a short break. All right, folks, we are back talking all about Crater Lake National Park, and we're going to move on to the Ride at the Rim event. But first, one mega minor correction, Jamie, before we keep it rolling. Yeah, Jim, thank you for calling this to my attention. Um, so I'd mentioned the uh, Mazama's Cabin and Mazama's Campground. That is not right. It is the Mazama Campground and Mazama Cabins, um, not to be confused with the climbing organization in Portland, the Mazama's, which... I did. So um, forget about that S and <laughs> don't, don't be confused about the that. The little specifications. Like don't want the Mazamas members out there think, oh, wow, we obtained uh, ourselves, uh, you know, uh, lodging accommodations in Crater Lake National nice Park. Nice piece of property. It would yeah. be a, a mighty good haul for the Mazamas, uh, we'll yeah, say. No doubt. But anyway, Jamie, uh, not to be too nit- nitpicky, but uh, anyway, might as well slow the roll um, and uh, address that action. But Jamie, ride the rim. This is what I really am psyched on at mm-hmm. the moment. To give a little bit of a primer about this event. So I'm not positive whether it was held in, in 2020 amid the pandemic. And this year it's being held on September 11th and 18th. Uh, it's a $10 suggested donation. And uh, what you get uh, in response uh, to that donation or just simply showing up and enjoying yourself is more or less a car-free experience all around Crater Lake. One of the best bike rides I would have to imagine 
anywhere in the country. I mean, this is a spectacular bike ride. It's over 30 miles if you circumnavigate the lake, um, approximately 25 if you ride only the uh, specifically designated car-free portion. But Jamie, it is not for the faint of heart. It is a a bit under 4,000 feet of elevation gain and loss. The nice thing of course, if this isn't enough to woo you, is there are rest stops with food, water, bathrooms scattered throughout. So it's kind of like a little supported uh, bike ride, Jamie. It's pretty fun. That sounds super nice. I mean, minus the, the 30 miles and 4,000 feet of elevation. <laughs> just in it for um, the snacks. Yeah, I'm in it for the snacks. If I could just drive and like cheer you on and be like, all right, Jim, there you go, and eat like some snacks in the car, that would be great. But no, this this sounds like a, just a really, really cool adventure. And like you said, Jim, it has to be, I mean, just easily the, the best bike ride in Oregon. Um, and because Crater Lake is a world-class destination, got to be one of the best uh, bike rides you can do anywhere around. Totally. So very cool stuff, Jim. I, I mean, I got, I'm, I'm wondering, so are you doing any kind of special preparation for this? Are you training or do you feel like you're already ready to go? Well, so this, Jamie, we have not addressed uh, here on the podcast to this point, but I have been, as you know, not at full speed for uh, the duration of this summer to this point, uh, recovering from breaking a bone in my ankle and having surgery uh, to fix that action. And this is the thing that I have had on my calendar as the like, if I can get back to good, if I can heal myself, you know, if I can heal up to be well enough to do this ride the rim event on September 18, that is kind of my goal. Uh, so right now I am doing approximately zero training. Um, (laughs) my base fitness level is much lower than I would like it to be. Um, been, I used crutches for a while. I've been in a walking boot and hopefully by the time that this podcast airs, I will be walking predominantly without the use of a walking boot or crutches at all. But you know, it's good to have goals, right? Uh, it's good to have mm-hmm. something to work toward and whether I can or cannot, uh, ride the rim in its entirety or for part of it, it's an experience that would be really fun to take part in. I have some friends who are going down there, um, who, you know, did it all. They booked the campsite, paid my $10 suggested donation with a little, you know, then I Venmo exchanged, uh, to cover my costs. I didn't have to do anything. All I have to do is show up and bring some, uh, good energy to the crew, whether I ride or not. So it's on the calendar and we'll see. I love that, Jim. And, you know, like, like we said before, I mean, you don't have to do an extreme bike ride or an extreme snowshoe adventure to enjoy Crater Lake. Just being out there and soaking in the views Boy, you know, that, that oftentimes is, is good enough. I know it's, it's usually good enough for me. And, uh, obviously hope you are able to get out there and ride the rim. Um, definitely going to be cheering you on for that. Um, but even if you can't, boy, what a cool experience just to be out there at Crater Lake regardless. Definitely so. Now, uh, if you think maybe, uh, if we can get the editors to go for a tandem bike rental, uh, and you can, <laughs> you can just kind of bring me along. I'll pedal as I can. Uh, teamwork makes the dream work. I hear. <laughs> So <laughs> that would be the luck. I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be the luck. Well, anyway, I'm going out tonight in hopes of buying a, a bike trainer, like an, an indoor kind of, uh, you know, you put your bike on this thing and can like ride your bike inside. Um, trying to buy this off some, some person off our Facebook, uh, marketplace. So I will hopefully get to training for this here shortly. Um, and crossing my fingers, we can make it happen. 
Well, we are all rooting for you, Jim, and hope you're able to ride that rim uh, this later this season. Heck yeah, Jamie. Well, in the meantime, folks, you can watch our videos on the Oregonians YouTube channel. Follow us on Instagram at Peak Northwest and view all of our travel and outdoors coverage on OregonLive.com slash travel. Please leave us a rating or review if you enjoy the show. And if you want to support this podcast and our local journalism, please consider a subscription to Oregon Live. You can find details, of course, at OregonLive.com slash pod support. This episode of the show was produced by me, Jim Ryan, alongside Jamie Hale and Andrew Thien. Stay safe and happy travels, everyone. Until next time, we leave you with this 10 seconds of Zen.